This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Boise. Oh my God. Oh no. James Bond, Acid Lakes, Scalded Skinny Dippers, and Coffee, Coffee, Coffee. Filmed right here in Wallace, Idaho, Dante's Peak is an eruption of disaster movie cliches and over-the-top extras. So why do Frankie and me still kind of love it? It's Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Frankie. Hey, Emma. So we both love movies, and we've been talking about watching some movies that are based in Idaho about Boise, but there's not really a ton (laughs) to choose from. Hollywood doesn't like us, I guess. I guess not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we we chose this movie. Uh, It's a little questionable. It came out in 1997, 26 years ago in February. We both watched it. We're going to be talking about it. It is Dante's Peak, which some people maybe don't know was filmed here in Wallace, Idaho. Let's start with the facts. Okay, so it was filmed in Wallace, Idaho. You know a little more about this than I do. Tell me, tell me about Wallace. Yes. Okay. So Dante's Peak, a fictional town, but like they don't actually even say Idaho at any point. Uh, technically, <laughs> I think they're saying that it's in Washington State, which is clearly a reference to Mount St. Helens, which erupted in 1980. So in the Panhandle, it's east of Coeur d'Alene, really close to the Montana border. It has this, you know, really long uh, history of silver mining and. And then uh, there was the Big Burn, which was one of the largest wildfires in history that happened in 1910. I'll talk about that later because there's a connection to the movie <laughs> later on that I can't wait to talk about. I totally nerded out about this, all this stuff. <laughs> of course um, you did. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, totally on brand. And Wallace is, but you know, these days it's like really sad. It's a tiny population now. The population decline was rapid once the mines closed up. Um, there's like 800 people that live there now. Lots of old buildings. It's beautiful. Beautiful, though. It's absolutely gorgeous. Stunning area. Yeah, beautiful. Yes. And so they they decided to film uh, a volcanic explosion movie, a disaster film, and they picked (laughs) Wallace because of that beauty, the natural beauty that was around. And there are some places that were filmed uh, that you can you can spot in the movie, which is kind of fun. But the actual mountain that blows up was uh, spoiler alert. It blows up. This is not good. This is not good. Uh, (laughs) It it was special effects. So you're not going to like go up to Wallace and see that mountain or anything like that. And when did you see this? And do you remember seeing it as a kid? Oh, yes. Okay. So I do remember seeing it. I remember watching it on VHS. So I didn't see it in the theater, but I watched it on VHS, rented it with one of my best friends from childhood, watched it in her dark basement, and I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I would have been, I was like in elementary school, uh, like coming up on junior high, but I was just like, I would get definitely affected by movies and was freaked out by disaster films, but also they were just of that era. Like disaster movies were such a thing in the 90s. So we had to watch it. Um, So that's my memory. What was yours? Well, you know, like you said, disaster movies were a big thing and they always seem to come out in twos, you know. So (laughs) Dante's Peak came out at the same time as Volcano, just like, you know, there were two asteroid movies at the same time. Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon and Deep Impact. (laughs) You always had two. And I cannot explain this to you, but for some reason, I remember being extremely excited for this movie (laughs) and I saw it in the theater and I remember seeing it in the theater, but like, I can't imagine that like teenager me was super fixated on this movie. And yeah, I remember seeing it and I remember liking it at the time, like enjoying it. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. like thinking it was a spectacular movie, but like liking it. So when I went back to rewatch it, I don't know if you had the similar experience. I was really floored by how bad it was. (laughs) So (laughs) remarkably on the floor. Yeah. Bad. I I mean, honestly, and I love bad movies. I say that sometimes. Sure. I love to watch a bad movie as much as I like a good movie. I love to point out the bad things and complain. This was so bad. It, it was, was so bad. <laughs> run us through the plot real fast for people who haven't seen it yet. Yes. Okay. So Harry Dalton, he is played by Pierce Brosnan, who was just, uh, you know, coming off like the Bond movies and oh, stuff. Like huge height of his time career yeah. in the late 90s. He is a ruggedly handsome uh, geologist <laughs> with the USGS. He, of course, uh, comes to Dante's Peak to the small town, which had just been named the second best town in America and was receiving some big award by Money Magazine. But he's there because the mountain, they're kind of concerned about it. There might be some issues with this dormant volcanic mountain that hasn't exploded in thousands of years. He meets Rachel Wando, the mayor, the, the woman mayor of Dante's Peak, played by... Linda Hamilton. Yes. Which, again, really fresh off of Terminator fame, like very much height of her career. Both of them in this movie is so inexplicable. I just don't understand it at all. (laughs) I know. There's a part of me that's just like they maybe just wanted a movie they didn't have to think about and that they could just like go to North Idaho and like hang out for the summer because they filmed it in the summer of 1996 and hang out at Lake Ponderay and Coeur d'Alene and stuff. Um, But anyway, so back to the story. So then this mountain, he's, you know, taking samples and he's realizing this could blow. And he has real experience because he lost his love. uh, Oh, my gosh. In a (laughs) volcanic explosion in Columbia, and he'll never love again uh, until, of course, he goes to Dante's Peak and falls yeah. in love with uh, the mayor, played by Linda Hamilton. And, um, you know, Linda Hamilton, she's got a couple kids. Her husband took off. Uh, she's got, still has a relationship with her ex-husband's mother, Ruth, who will come to play later in the <laughs> in the movie. And the town basically is kind of at odds where there's some people who say, we should take this seriously. We should evacuate and get ready to evacuate. And then other people who say no this will ruin this will ruin the economic prospects of our our lovely little town if people think that a volcano could explode at any moment well we know what happens yeah. <laughs> volcano explodes yes, yes. Hijinks ensue. Yes, a geologist hijinks <laughs> ensue. Uh, and it was quite the ride. Quite the yeah, ride. <laughs> quite the ride. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorite scenes. In the beginning, when they're introducing Linda Hamilton's character, we don't know she's the mayor yet. She's a mom. She's getting her kids ready. She's frantic. She shows up down to this pioneer days. Yep. And they say that the crowd has been waiting an hour and a half for her (laughs) to accept an award. What kind of person is this mayor (laughs) that she, like her her kids are like dinking around, she's dinking around and then she's like, we gotta get going. And then she's an hour and a half late to accept the the runner up prize for best town in America. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And she like grabs the award and then like makes a quick speech. And I'm like, people waited an hour and a half? Well, she had to put her pearls on, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, yeah. And probably a weird wardrobe choice for a small town mayor in North Idaho in 1997 to wear pearls. I don't know. Maybe there's some that do wear pearls. No, every <laughs> aspect of the movie was we've never been to Idaho. We do yeah. not know anything about a small town <laughs> and who would be in charge and what that would be like. Yeah, her putting on those pearls was like a very, uh, a very interesting moment in the thing. Uh I also really enjoyed uh, uh, there's a moment where uh, Pierce Brosnan's boss is uh, telling him, Paul Uh is uh telling him like that they're not going to shut down the town and blah, blah, blah. But then he says, you're the best guy I have. You're the best (laughs) geologist out there. And I'm like, I just think that's such a funny like that's usually in like an action movie. You know, a person is like the best soldier or whatever. But he's the best Best geologist geologist in America. (laughs) Uh, which is funny later when he drives a car across lava and is shocked that the, the tires catch on fire. The tires explode when, yeah. <laughs> when he drives across lava. Not a deep pool of geologists to pull from if he's the best in America. And he's yeah. truly, genuinely shocked when the tires catch on fire. He's like, nobody saw this coming. Like, well, well, <laughs> maybe the second best geologist in America could have seen that. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I also love all of the geologists in general. Those characters yeah. are so specific and so funny. Uh, there's yeah. like the nerdy computer guy who's obsessed manic with the... Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yes, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Um, the like, you know, stiff, uh, but also the guy who loves Harry and says that you're my best, you're my best guy, the best yeah. geologist, but still <laughs> then completely undermines Harry's recommendations for the town to get ready to evacuate. It's like, is he really that good? My favorite scene in the whole movie was there's a back and forth between two characters who are yeah, in peril and they're yelling to each other and their names are Terry and Harry. But they <laughs> yes. keep saying Terry and Harry over and over and they're like, Terry, run. Harry, help. Terry, come here. Harry. And it just, it felt, it wasn't on purpose, but it was so absurd and so funny. I was dying laughing. And then my runner up is the scene where, for a little comic relief, uh, so the whole movie is so 90s, right? It's so deeply rooted in that. And, but the mayor owns a uh, gas station slash deli slash coffee shop, and she has a cappuccino machine. There's a character who at one point says, coffee, 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 cappuccino, java. Yes, it's coffee time. Coffee, 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 cappuccino, java. Yes. And when we when we were watching it, my husband, Alex, paused it and was like, oh, my God, my mom used to say that 
all oh, the time wow. when I was a kid. She would always be like, coffee, 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 cappuccino, Java. He thought it was just something she said. And he realized that she'd been quoting oh, Dante's Peak. Wow. And he was totally like, what the hell? Why was she saying that? <laughs> so we were cracking up over that. So that had to be my runner up because my mother-in-law is so amazing. lovely. And I just thought that was super funny that she's been quoting Dante's. I wonder if she knows. For 26 years, been quoting Dante's <laughs> Peak. How do, oh, wow. Maybe the only person who is. And I love that so much. I know. I love that. I love that. Also cracks me up that the like coffee shop is open from 8 to 9, like 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Like yeah. what small town has a coffee shop that's open that, all those many hours? Also, as somebody who was literally growing up at that time in small Idaho towns, the word cappuccino was like a dirty, dirty <laughs> totally. word. Like a small town totally. in Wallace, Idaho did not have a cappuccino yeah. machine and and it shows like people in town coming in to get a cappuccino i'm like you're out of your mind <laughs> and also i mean we should say wallace itself is a bit of a character uh it in is. the movie you know they mm -hmm. do that like what are some of the the fun little locations where they shot definitely you can tell it's in downtown wallace if you've ever been there ever go um you know the old historic buildings given uh wallace's history you can definitely recognize that the high school i'm pretty sure the auditorium where they have the the meeting with the townspeople people and they say stay calm and yeah. everybody does not stay calm ladies and gentlemen please remain calm please just stay calm um, that's a good one. And then you probably noticed there was like the mine, which will play mm -hmm. into the plot. That's how they, uh, Harry and Rachel and their two kids and Ruffy the dog oh my um, God. Yep. survived the volcano <laughs> by going deep into the mine that the little boy has like saved some crackers. And I was like, I hope there's gushers down there for you to, yes, for you to yes. eat in 1997. <laughs> I did see there's a Reddit thread. Did you see this of people yeah, talking? Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Locals talking about this experience because it took over their town in the summer of 1996. And of course, it's probably like the biggest thing that was going on that summer for sure. Oh, yeah. There have been other films, I should say, that have been shot in Wallace, but it was an interesting time given the star power of, of Pierce Brosnan and yeah. Linda Hamilton. And there were a lot of extras, a lot of locals who got pulled in to be extras, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And one of the best ones is the little girl after nobody stays calm and everybody's stampeding out as the mountain is beginning to erupt. Please stay calm. Do not rush. Do not And the little girl on the porch with her kitty, uh, oh, who's yeah. just crying and screaming. <laughs> she like, was, yeah, yeah. she was a little local Wallace girl that they pulled in as an extra. And there's this great quote in a spokesman review article about how she, um, how she got herself to cry in order oh, to have that that moment be shot. So, oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I did notice the extras in Dante's Peak are they're extra. They're doing so much in the background. They are tell. doing extra. Yeah, so there are definitely small town people. <laughs> who are thrilled to be a part of something. Uh, yes. Very great. I will say the only scene, and it felt so out of place in the movie, uh, the scene in the mine where Pierce Brosnan is in the car and it's being crushed and he's yes. stuck in there. I felt like that was like a genuinely scary scene in this movie that otherwise is just ridiculous, you know? And I thought that was sort of interesting. And you said that there's a little bit of a back, like true backstory to them hiding in the mine. Yeah. So in 1910, the largest wildfire at the time that was historically recorded by the Forest Service swept through uh, North Idaho, Montana, and it killed a lot, a lot of people. And a group of firefighters um, led by the guy's name was Big Ed Pulaski. 
AKA the Pulaski, which is one of the tools <laughs> yeah, that anybody who's a wildland firefighter <laughs> has used. He saved a bunch of his men. He was leading them and the fire was bearing down on them. And he um, led them into a tunnel of a mine in Wallace in south of town. And he held the men at gunpoint because they were so frantic that they wanted to leave the mine. Oh, they wow. thought it would be not safe. And he said, this is how you're going to survive. And then they lived. So I was like, did they know this? Because yeah, the characters, they retreat to this mine in order to survive the volcano in the very final scenes. Oh, funny. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. What a fun little bit of history there. I, I wonder if they knew that. Yeah. And you can go up to Wallace and see the the little area of the mine where Ed Pulaski saved uh, his men during the fire. Well, we have some awards to give out. We're going to give out some awards here. So let's start with what did you think was the most believable Idaho character and the least believable Idaho character? Okay, I've already mentioned her. And I just got to give a shout out to Ruth. Ruth. Ruth <laughs> Grandma Ruth, who, God damn it, she's not leaving her mountain. You can't yeah. make me. Uh, this is where I live. This is where my cabin is. I'm not leaving. And the award uh, RIP to Ruth, who dies in the inexplicably acidic lake that uh, geologists have come out and said that would not happen in a real volcanic yeah. uh, explosion. <laughs> um, but she, you know, just, she's the hero. She brings them to shore and she sacrifices her life in the acidic waters in order to do so. <laughs> yeah. Having grown up in some very dysfunctional Idaho families, uh, the fact that she was mad at her daughter-in-law for her son being a dead beat dad and taking off six years ago <laughs> felt very Idaho to me. So I'm giving yeah. her most believable Idaho most character. Yeah. Um, but and then I think I'm going to have to go with Mayor Linda here, like Mayor Rachel. Uh, yeah. The pearls, the cappuccino Agreed. shop, uh, the whole business. The Rachel, um, Rachel from Friends haircut. Yeah, the Rachel. That haircut was a good 10 years getting to Idaho. You know, totally. we, we didn't have that on time. That was you in know? 2007, maybe. Um, yeah. And costuming, yeah, not not great. The skirt, the silk shirt, the pearls, uh, not so much. The no. the plaid that Ruth was wearing, that was spot on. Ruth, they nailed. Uh, yeah. Ruth, Ruth, and also clearly a future anti-vaxxer. Ruth, like, didn't <laughs> yeah. believe the science, had wanted nothing to do with nope. the... this won't affect me. This, yep. this won't affect me. Not worried <laughs> about it. Uh, yep. Good luck to you. What was the most Idaho moment to you? You know, the the payoff of the little boy getting caught in the mine at the beginning of the movie and getting, you know, admonished by Mayor Mayor Rachel, then being the kid who can save them in the end because he's stashed his food in the mine so that when they break through, uh, I was like, of course, yeah, kids are yeah. always playing in mines in Idaho. Duh. Completely. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with in the beginning, kind of early beginning when they're talking to the city council and the mayor and Pierce Brosnan are trying to convince them to shut down the town. And uh, the city, other city officials are like, just completely not worried. Yep. All we ca all they care about is keeping those dollars in the town as somebody who grew up around some super fun sites and things like that. <laughs> I think that that can be a pretty Idaho thing to just be like, 
ah, we'll live through it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's talk really fast. Is it believable? Like, is the is there science? Not the not the acid lake, but are there other things? Sure. So I found some old articles from when it first came out. Like the L.A. Times did this whole article about what do volcanologists, uh, people who actually study volcanoes, what do they say about it? And you know, it's a mixed bag. There are some things that were definitely inaccurate, like the lake turning to acid like right away. Oh, we didn't even mention the hot springs moment. <gasps> the couple. The hot springs. I was just going to ask you, is the hot springs, I remember that as a kid being like, wait, is this a concern? Uh, yeah, Should right? I be worried that the hot springs are suddenly going to become like boiling Out of acid nowhere. Water? Like, right, right, exactly. That we, there's like very little time to escape. Um, they said that that's pretty inaccurate, that that would happen. If it were to happen, it would happen immediately. Like there wouldn't even be a moment for the people to realize it's oh, happening. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so oh, does that better. make you feel better? Um, <laughs> Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. There was some uh, who also said, honestly, the most believable part was the tension between the scientists and the city and the politicians. They said that was actually pretty, pretty accurate. One of the geologists is like, so they saw that it was happening the day before, but they didn't have a town meeting until like 24 hours later. Why would they have waited 24 hours later to have a town meeting? <laughs> yeah. When the cops are driving around, like, we're going to have a town meeting. I was like, feels like you should just be like, we're evacuating. Get out now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a fun watch. I'm glad we did it. And uh, I love this. I love watching these Idaho movies and getting to see little pieces of ourselves with Pierce Brosnan in them. I know. And I think if anybody has any idea for another mo movie we should do this for, do a rewatchable on Let Us Know because yeah. we want to do more. Oh, you know, another thing that is a takeaway for me, Emma to-go bag. Have a to-go bag. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and multiple routes for getting out of town because yes. some routes will get destroyed in the disaster. Yeah. You do, you got to you got to have your exit plan. Yes. If the 90s taught us anything, it's that you need an exit plan for every <laughs> yeah. kind of disaster, whether or not that could ever happen in your town or not. All right. Well, thank you, Frankie. Can't wait for the next one. So much fun. Thanks, Emma. And here's some news you should know. The Ada County Clerk's Office says that former city council member Lisa Sanchez didn't violate any campaign spending rules in 2022. The Idaho Statesman reports that the county's prosecutor and clerk examined the records after the Idaho Freedom Foundation filed a complaint about Sanchez's campaign spending. Sanchez reported spending over 14000 in campaign donations last year, more than any other city council member. One more thing before you head out. We have another Boise Pro Tip for you. If you have glass bottles and jars piling up around your home, there's a free way to recycle those instead of trashing them. You can drop glass off for free at one of 10 collection sites around the city, including at Albertsons on 16th and State and on Vista. Just remember to remove any lids that aren't made of glass. We'll link to more info in the show notes. Thanks for listening to CityCast Boise. We'll be back tomorrow morning with a really helpful guide to plastic recycling. Bye.